Hello, welcome to the Book Marketing Simplified Podcast. I am Jen Hansen DePaula. And I'm Marcus DePaula. And today we want to discuss the topic of algorithms. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> we hear a lot of people complaining about how the algorithms have affected their social media accounts. Let's start off by just talking about what an algorithm is, what it does. Every social media outlet has an algorithm, but today we're going to specifically talk about Instagram. Right. When you think about it, Instagram has hundreds of millions of users all over the world. And there isn't just one single algorithm that narrates everything. When we say, oh, Instagram must have changed its algorithm, again, I hear that all the time. Your algorithm is always changing. Mm -hmm. And the main reason that it is changing is because Instagram wants its users to stay on Instagram for as long as possible. So they make sure that your feed is tailored to you and it's showing content that you are interested in, that you have liked and commented on before. So you'll spend more time on Instagram. Okay. So as we think about how to make sure the algorithm is working for us instead of us working against the algorithm, what are some approaches that we can take? Well, the first thing that we can do is we can make sure that we're posting at the right time. There are many people that just kind of post when they want to post. Even though it's more convenient for you, it's not going to give you the results that you're wanting. You want to make sure that you're posting when your audience is actually most likely on Instagram. And you can actually go into your insights when you have a business account, and if you're an author, I would strongly encourage you to have a business account, you can have access to that information to know what time frame you should be posting. And it even shows each individual day. Sometimes it might be around the same time. It might be around 12 o'clock each day. Mm -hmm. You know, you can schedule those and using a social media management tool like Buffer or Later or some of the other social media management tools you can schedule that ahead of time. And it's just a huge time saver, but you're also making sure that you're getting in front of your audience at the right time. And is that something you only need to look at once and then you just set it Definitely and leave it? not. Good question, Marcus. <laughs> no, you need to keep an eye on that because it does change. And so I like to look at it about once a month, mm -hmm. you know, and sometimes it doesn't change, but you just want to be aware. Right. And the second tip is to make sure that your posts are actually eye-catching and attractive images. It doesn't mean that you need to be a professional photographer or to you know spend tons of time on it, but you want to make sure that the image that you are using makes people stop in their newsfeed to want to read more. People are going through the feed very, very quickly. So mm -hmm. you want to make sure that your image catches their eye, that it's relevant to them, thinking about what your ideal reader will be attracted to. So making sure that you have high-quality images and eye-catching graphics. And everybody's taste is different, so you have to just constantly adjust because it's taken you how long to kind of come up with the look and feel of your photos? It took three years and many different versions. <laughs> and who knows how long this style will stay. We might develop into something else. And so it's starting simple and getting fancy later. Mm -hmm. It's starting with something to get that consistency going and seeing what your ideal reader responds to. And even keeping an eye out and looking at 
what catches your eye? What makes you want to stop in the newsfeed to read more and seeing how you might be able to apply those design elements to your posts as well? And just a quick pro tip, if you're wondering where can I get started on improving the design of my images, what I like to do as a website designer is I'll take whatever graphic elements I already have, like for the cover image of a book, or if you've already done a logo for your website, you can take some of those elements. That's kind of what we've done. We developed the design of the website, and then we're kind of using that same font and color scheme and the overall design and feel with the bright images, that sort of thing. So you can take cues from stuff you already have that you know fits your personality, your brand, and is also attractive that you think is going to appeal to your ideal reader. Absolutely. All right, so we have the time factor. We have the quality of the visuals that you're providing. What's something else that we can do to help us dealing with the algorithm? One of the biggest things that you can do is actually research your hashtags. I know so many people who just plop random hashtags up on their post and they don't understand the power of hashtags. And hashtags are how Instagram categorizes content to make it easy to find and to make your content discoverable on Instagram. So you want to make sure that you're using the right hashtags and that you're actually putting some effort into the research and auditing what hashtags you're using. And actually, you wrote a post a while ago that's called Hashtags for Authors that has a download that gives you some ideas on where to start. And we'll put a link to that in the show notes for yes, this episode. And the fourth thing that you can do is to include some sort of call to action in your post. You want to prompt people to either leave a quick comment or to like or to share your post or to even save it for later because those actions that people take are an indicator to Instagram to say, oh, this person is interested in this post. So you want to foster and grow that engagement. So actually giving people instructions to do so make them take action rather than you just assuming that they're going to take action. So including some simple, easy to answer call to action is really important. Can you give us an example? Like I see some people saying double tap on the image to like or something like that. Yeah, double tapping just automatically, it's an easy way to like a post. Another prompt that I've found is save for later Mm. so people can refer back to it. That's a great way to build engagement. Asking just an easy to answer question. So they'll leave a comment. So they will leave a comment. If it's something that is very deep and it's going to take a lot of brain power (laughs) to answer, people are most likely just going to go on by. But if you prompt them with a simple, easy to answer question, they're much more likely to answer. Cool. All right, and then the last point I can see here is something that we talk about all the time, but it's important. It's the center of everything that you do within social media, within your marketing, and it's making sure that your post interests and speaks to your ideal reader. Mm-hmm. That's the core of everything that you're doing, making sure that you are serving your ideal reader. And so asking yourself, is this post for me, you know, like, is this for my own ego? Is this for my friends and family? Or is this for my ideal reader? And it's really coming up with an editing eye to think, 
okay, is this something that my ideal reader is going to want to take action to respond to? Is this going to help them? Is this going to entertain them? Is this something that speaks to something in their life that they can identify with? And making sure that it is focusing on your ideal reader, that is going to make a huge difference, not only in your feed and in working with the algorithm, but within the engagement and the relevance of your post. And it's not just a matter of trying to find whatever it is as a manipulation to Mm -hmm. get into that person's pocketbook. What I've seen that works best is when my interests intersect with those of the reader and we find something we can relate on. Absolutely. And so that's the trick. And it, again, is another thing that's constantly changing that I constantly have to be looking at and seeing what people are talking about. You know, all that stuff. It's a moving target, just like with everything else. It is. So many people post just to kind of fill a quota mm. and to kind of get that off of their to-do list. Right. So they kind of rush through it. Checking and then, the box. Yes. And it's something that they're thinking, oh, this doesn't really work, but I have to do it. You know, And it absolutely does work mm-hmm. when you put just even a little bit of effort behind it. Yeah. So don't look at Instagram as just this task that you have to do for the day, look at it with intention and think about how you can connect with your ideal reader because it will happen. And as an author, isn't the ultimate goal to get your words into the minds of that reader? And Absolutely. just writing it isn't enough. Mm-hmm. You have to make some kind of an effort. And so all of these things factor in and it all starts with knowing who your ideal reader is. Absolutely. Because we've been seeing so many people talk about this whole algorithm thing, we're actually going to be doing a free mini workshop on this exact thing. So this mini workshop is going to cover three tips that you can use to beat the algorithm. It's going to be three actionable steps that you can take that take very little time, but they make a huge difference. And we're going to be doing different workshops throughout the year. So whenever you're listening to this, just keep checking back. And, and we'll- signing up for our newsletter because we'll be yes. letting everyone know exactly First. when those yes, exactly <laughs> when those workshops and the mini workshops will be taking place. And you might even get a little deal now and Ooh, now. Hoo, hoo. So head on over to mixusmedia.com to stay informed, to find all sorts of free resources and other podcast episodes. We have a bunch of good stuff over there. As always, thanks for listening and we'll see you next time. See you soon.